welcome to the Orange House, hosted by Anthony Cozio and Dominic Patron. And we are back for another week of the Orange House. It's uh, what, November thirtieth. It's kind of it's kind of a uh, kind of crazy. We're almost two thousand twenty-two, man. I was talking to my classmates about it today. How fast the semester went, but it goes faster every semester. So I'm not surprised, honestly. Year, like man. like I'm surprised. Like hmm, how do I put this? Like I'm almost not surprised at the fact that I'm so surprised it went by so fast. Exactly. Because yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Well, I'm just trying to move stuff around while recording. This is not working out. Honestly, bro, does anything matter? <laughs> I need some vertical shelves here. Ah, man, it's it's almost finals week. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, our crazy, it, and it's just a crazy time of the year. It's also... Supposedly dead week next week, but like it's three fucking... three of my professors aren't gonna respect that at all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Actually, so one of my professors, look, shout out. I'm not gonna name you, but shout out to you. He canceled class next week. Really? Yeah, he's no more. He's like, you guys, we're finishing it. We're finishing up this week. Um, uh, like if you guys want, you can come into my office hours, but we're not having class next week. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, that's my earliest class. I'm gonna sleep in now. How many classes do you have in person again? Four out of six. Oh, oh, that's right. You have six. Yeah. It was a bitch of a semester. I'll tell you. It was do you have a... to take f- six next semester? Dude, so fuck, it's, it's going to be bad. I mean, it sounds bad. So I have to take my capstone course. Wait, the, the, what is that? Do you not have that? What is it? It's like, from what I hear, it's just like what all my courses are culminate to basically it's like my like the the big kahuna of my of the business I administration degree uh i yeah i don't know it's like it's like the business administration class of 495 which is like the highest the highest number i've ever been a part of mm-hmm. so i just i have to take that during winter asynchronously so i have to like teach it to myself and the lights are flickering. Good thing we're not filming. There's poltergeist in the room or something. Um, if I were to take that class in person, which is only offered during the summer, it's like a four-week course with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, no, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with like four hours a day. So I'm going to have to do that alone during the winter. And I also have some trips planned and stuff. And I, I don't know. It's gonna be It's going to be some shit. Yeah, I don't know what a capstone is. I, I don't. I maybe I do have one. I just don't know what it is. Um, I have my last GE writing intensive, so that sucks. That's, I hate that. Oh, is it? What is it? Psychology or something. Ah, uh, okay. Because I'm taking the writing intensive econ class this semester for that. Same requirement. So 
So how many are you taking next semester? Five. So you only had like one. Oh no, because that would okay. I get. What I had to make up two two classes, and then I have some electives I have to make. I have to do during the summer. Why? I don't. I haven't taken my electives yet, and I don't want to take another how year. How many? How many electives? Uh, two. <sighs> oh no, three. Three two-unit electives that, that I can do. I can do it at a community college or here. Where you can do it, probably at San Diego. That depends, dude. My whole my whole life is in the air. Of like, I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna be in six months, but that's all gonna kind of hopefully play itself out. In I mean, because it's weird because I know from personal experience that a lot of jobs start in the summer. And not that this is, but like for graduating students of spring, like we are, they start in the summer. But then again, I have job offers that start in the fall. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wild time of year, but there's a lot of uh, uncertainty. Yeah. But it's also exciting, I guess. Yeah. Well, who knows? New fish. New variant. New variant just dropped. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that I felt that in my wallet today. My Robin Hood was was hurting. <laughs> it was hurting. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. There was a lot of, uh, dude, coming back from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is always a weird one because you come. Yeah, back. How, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I, I didn't Thanksgiving dude, to everybody. I, I didn't do anything over Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, like nothing. I played Outer Worlds the whole time. How was it? <laughs> it was great. Uh, I can you can definitely tell that the people who made New Vegas uh-huh. made that it's very similar not in terms of story but just like I don't know mechanics mm-hmm. and vibe um, <clears throat> but I did the weekend before it was a buddy of mine's birthday and we went to this super nice restaurant downtown Sac called Station 16 and it's like seafood I put Ooh. like the oysters on my story and oh stuff. I remember I'd that, never yeah. had oysters before Really? Was it? How'd you like it? Yeah, whatever. Texture. Really? The only weird thing is the texture. It's really soft. Yeah, I've only had it when I was really young, but I remember liking it. I had a like lot. I think I had like clam linguine or something, and then uh, lobster mac and cheese. Oh, dude, that's uh, unbeatable. Dude. It, that's and it was like unbeatable. crispy too on the top. Oh, oh my god! When they throw a little panko or something dude. on there, dude. My butt. Uh, I got oh like a god. fat chunk of lobster for one of the bites. Oh my god, dude. There's we yeah. gotta go to big hot crab. That is, dude. There's okay. There's so many places that we have to go before we graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to yeah, drop. A, I'm gonna have to drop a little, a little, little few bucks on on food in the future. Yeah. I, I like every time I walk downtown, like I'll see a restaurant. Be like, that, fuck, I haven't she, been. Like literally, been to Crush. Came to. I haven't been yeah. To, dude, Apparel, what? dude. Okay, a friend of mine is going to Crush <laughs> soon, in like a few days here. And I was like, how is it? And they're like, oh, it's one of our favorites. I was Dude. like, what? Yeah, my, my I girl, didn't even know what Crush was. <laughs> I, I, I've only I've only heard about it. My girlfriend says she, she's been there a couple of times. She really likes it. Other than that, I think my... I think I've talked to my boss about it. Cause I, was, I, I, it's because it's like... It's like one of the only uh, Italian places that's, in town, That's one right? of the things is like, just how fast time goes because I was like as a freshman I was like oh yeah four years I'm gonna try all these places and like there's a bunch of places I still haven't tried and I've got a semester left speaking of Italian food have you tried Italian Cottage where is it in Chico no (coughs) it's 
Dude, man, I was disappointed. I was really, really, I was really disappointed. I got, I remember it was like sophomore year or junior year. What did I get? It was like, uh, not. It was like fettuccine, like fettuccine alfredo, mm-hmm. and it was just terrible. I I want to try, cause okay. A lot of people don't understand. Which, like, I don't usually get fettuccine. A lot of people will not understand but. the the uniqueness and irregularities <laughs> that will come up on the drive from Chico to Sacramento because it's really just like this weird middle ground. Because above Sacramento, it's like stereotypical. There's n- like nothing above Sacramento. <laughs> Northern California, it's just forest after that yeah. and like farmland and so it's really weird driving north of sacramento because it's kind of like this weird like unspoken of land and there's like yeah weird I've, stuff. I've thought about that yeah so like there's like redding but redding is so insignificant yeah, redding, as already like no one thinks of redding is like anything like eureka to the coast kind exactly, of exactly exactly there's like not much people don't think a whole lot about what's above besides chico maybe sometimes yeah and and so oh you like, got to speak into the mic i didn't even know you weren't speaking into the mic that much i am speaking into the mic oh no i just nice fucked job. it up for you well i can't turn it cuz this thing's in no, the way of the... no you're good you're good just like you had it so anyways <laughs> I want a picture of a what was it? What? What was the hand kill thing? Oh <laughs> yeah. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? I just want a picture of a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> um, anyways, inside joke. It's not really inside. You find it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's not an inside joke at all. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, King of the Hill is one big inside joke. Honestly, sometimes it feels like it is. King of the Hill culture. Just we make we make so many jokes about it's niche. I'll at least say it's niche. I I don't even know if I've talked about it on the podcast. Like, hold on, before we get into this, I need to finish what I was saying about. There's like, so there's two like there's really three towns you'll pass. Yuba City, which is like, Yuba City's like they've got a single A. Baseball team yeah. or like a rookie the rookie league, but they have that and El Pollo Loco. Yeah, which is the, which is big for me. I love El Pollo Loco. But the route I take, I know we always talk about Oroville, but I don't actually go through Oroville. The only thing Oroville's known for is its crackheads and the fact that its dam broke and flooded the city <laughs> one time. <laughs> and, and the best and, breakfast burrito. And place. now. That the mayor of Oroville has been making his media rounds because they declared themselves a constitutional republic who don't follow vaccine mandates or mask mandates or anything. Something something doesn't surprise me that Oroville... I've had so many people on Thanksgiving break come up to me saying they saw the mayor of Oroville on Fox News or something. Really? I'm just like, hey, yeah. And everyone's like, amazing. I was like... Well, let's slow down on amazing. You've never been to Oroville. Dude, like, people are thinking it's, like, this shining bastion in a world. Like, okay. It's a city under a dam. 40% of the calculation is probably on hard drugs. Yeah. So, it's not some... I want to clear it up. Sure, it's, they, you know, freedom. They've declared themselves. Yeah. But make no mistake, Oroville is no gem in the... <laughs> 
gem, like gem hidden underground gem. <laughs> go visit. Go ahead. If it has, I would, like one redeeming thing for me of Orville is, and I've talked about it before, Bulldog Taqueria, man, the best breakfast burrito I've ever had in my fucking life. Consistently. Yeah. Theo Vaughn went there to their casino one time. That's about all I know. Yeah. Anyway, so did Joey. Didn't Joey? No, uh, Joey went. I still it. haven't gotten to my fucking Calusa. point. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, Calusa. Yeah. I still haven't gotten to my point that there's <laughs> Yuba City. <laughs> then you'll hit Live Oak, which is like five thousand people, something like that. Yeah. And then Gridley's like three thousand. Live Oak seems like a nice little place. It is. They're nice little towns. Gridley, not so much. Uh, yeah. But in between Gridley and Live Gridley. Oak. There's a. Oh, I thought I lost hearing. <laughs> oh, I'm slowly losing hearing. There we go. All right. Anyways, between Live Oak and Grid, this might be the biggest lead up <laughs> to anything I've ever said on the podcast. There's a little Italian, like little Italian, like just in the, like at a cro- little fork in the road called Pasquini's. Dude, with the little <laughs> yeah. martini glass. Yeah, yeah I pass I, that every time. Dude, it's literally like. I want to go into one of these places because on the drive, I don't. My brain doesn't register them as yeah. actual places you can visit. You can they're just stop. unique nuggets of for oh, for dude. the site. Like they're just checkpoint indicators in my mind of how far on the drive I am. <laughs> like Pasquini's is yeah. always one of them. Yeah, well, whenever I'm going through that area, I'm on like like hour eight of a ten hour drive, yeah. so I'm like not trying to stop. <laughs> but I can always stop and. Check out Pisquinis because I see it every time. I'm like, wow, I wonder what's in there. Yeah. Like, they always, it's always like the one neon sign I see out of yeah, the Yeah, a little martini glass. Little I'm martini like, it's, glass. It's, it's either shit or it's fire, which is the case for a lot of places. Like, especially in Chico, like, you drive by a place and it's just like dingy looking, but you're not sure if it's dingy good or like Duke's Taco. Pizza Duke's round. Duke's Crazy up. Taco. Oh, Duke's Crazy Taco. It, like, it is. It's right nestled right between the Jesus Center and like and the liquor bank, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> to walk up but slash liquor Dude, store. It's just it's a hotbed. It looks like a place activity, where you could pay bad activity a, a quarter for a taco. But it probably. I've heard some good things about it. Frequented by local transients. Oh, I mean, dude, no. It's like, it is a hub yeah. of just bad activity. It's like a, it's like a Michelin rated tweaker restaurant. <laughs> it's Michelin like Comanche starred. Creek number two. Bro. Yeah. Uh, they just started another fire uh, yesterday out behind my house. This is the fourth. Oh, I thought you were about to say Comanche Creek. I was going to pull it up. Oh, no. This is the, actually, this is the fifth uh, fire that. The uh, local houseless residents have started in the in the creek bed next to my house. I'm second, or luckily this one wasn't too late into the night. Usually they're about you know three or four in the morning and wake me up to a, you know my house almost on fire. Did you leave the propane on? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous though. I mean, one of these days they're gonna get a house and it's just gonna be it's gonna be fucked. And they're gonna have to move them. I mean, I don't. The thing is, dude, I think like, well, we still have to go to the, uh, we still have to go to the, the ice rink. Yeah, people are pissed about that. Apparently, people were really pissed. Did about you it. see the streets of Chico post? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I don't know. Page I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I kind. I like I it. know. Well, so the thing is, like, I was talking to my dad about this, and it it, it is going to generate quite a bit of revenue just for local business. I would imagine just for drawing more people down to downtown. And it's kind of a nice site. It's just a matter of like 
now all of the homeless people are like at my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're 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 within you know, um, like stone throw of my front door. And Hello, I, I'm like losing sound. Really? Yeah. We gotta fix this. Better. Uh, it just keeps going in and out. And we are back. We yeah, had some technical some difficulties. Technical difficulties. Technical sabotage. Some, some wire shit going on. Um, we're talking about Pasquini's, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Duke's Taco and the hotbed and how there was taco. a fire and yeah. Multiple fires and and, and the ice rink. The ice rink, yeah. I we're gonna skate on some fools. I've been playing a lot of NHL twenty twenty one or whatever it is I, you have at your house. Are you leaving? Uh, right when we get done with finals. Uh, yes, I am going to Hawaii. What day? So, like, the day? What day would that be? Nineteenth, I so, think. So, like, is that a Saturday? Or a Sunday? Let's find out. This is going to be something. Why, yeah, it's a why Sunday. Why do you ask? I just, I'm going to stay that weekend after finals. Okay. We could do something. I'm down. I'm big down. Um. You got any plans for Christmas break? Christmas? No, I think I'm just staying home this year because... Yeah, it's just yeah. Usually we go down south for Christmas. Um, oh, really? Southern California, not the south. I well, yeah, um, but, but I didn't never. I never knew you ventured down there. Usually we you would go there, but for the past year or two we haven't. We stayed up. I think we're just staying up again. But um, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I didn't. I never knew you really went down there. Next time you're down there, you gotta tell me, dude. I feel like I mentioned a lot. Well, you mentioned like you have been there like once or twice. I didn't know no, you like I usually went there. there. I usually went there, oh. but not so much anymore. Well, shit. What What are you doing for Christmas besides Hawaii? Um. Well, that's how like, long are you in Hawaii? It's for my. It's uh, so my grandparent, my grandma does like a trip with our family every year. Mm-hmm. And this year, she wanted to go to Hawaii, or she chose to go Hawaii to Hawaii. So we go to we go with like our whole extended family. And uh, I think we'll be there till the day after Christmas we come back. And, like, I don't really know what... I don't know what the deal is with it. Like, in terms of, like, I don't think we're actually doing Christmas stuff there. But I'm so excited to go to Hawaii. I haven't been there since I was, like, four or five years old. Hawaii? Dude, there was always... There was literally always, like, a plan, I don't know, in place for my family to go to Hawaii, like, multiple times. And I never went. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. We just it just never happened. I mean, I love the, oh. the tropic, tropical anything, dude. Like, I, never, I that's like my, right up my alley. Islands. <laughs> I was just, about I, to. I love that. I was about to say I've never been out of the country like that. <laughs> to Hawaii. <laughs> Have you been out of the country? No. Ever. Never. No, never, never been out of the Do country. Do you want to? Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah, but it's not like I have a dying desire. Really? Just like, I gotta get out. Um, I had a buddy offer take me to Cabo over Christmas break, but it was like we were leaving on Christmas, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of... I, I, Christmas is Christmas is one of those things, like, I don't even know... I mean, I, I'm obviously excited to do Christmas in Hawaii, but part of me is also like, damn, I kind of like Christmas at home, too, you know? I also wouldn't want to go to... You know, I don't want to be uh, out there with Omicron lurking in the shadows. <laughs> oh, dude, I hope that doesn't fuck with this. No way. I no really way people will, like... This. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I just... I, I don't know. I don't know how much people are willing to take. 
Yeah. It uh, if you look at any sporting event and like yeah. the past I mean, weekend. Look at any really college football like game, there's literally tens of thousands of people with no masks at all and they're fine. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like it's in I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's all it's all gonna happen in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. I gotta go drink my soy anyways. <laughs> I'm so- my soy shake. I can tell I'm down on soy. <laughs> oh man. I was thinking back, uh, like yesterday, was it yesterday? I was talking with Kush, and we were, we were dude, do you remember just having, like, I, like right now I'm, I'm thinking about dinner, because I'm, I'm fucking starving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make dinner later. Do you remember, like, three years ago, when every night, it, maybe it wasn't the best food, but every night, every day, every morning when you woke up, you had the <laughs> dining hall? Yeah, except I was stupid and I was usually at my ex-girlfriend's house. And I had like, uh, I'm not even joking, I had like 40 meals at the end of the year that I didn't really? use. Yeah, You know what was good is the after-hours dining hall on Chico State's campus. They had like this chicken pesto sandwich. Really? For whatever reason, their food was way f- more fire than whatever the dining hall had. Because like, I heard the Chico State dining hall kind of sucked. It was the equivalent. I, no. I was in the Craig no. Hall dining hall. It was the equivalent. Which was not sophisticated It was the food. It was like the dining hall equivalent of midweed. <laughs> it's like it's I get it'll like get the job done, yeah. but it's like not like I'm looking forward it's to it. It's not like nutritious, yeah, like tasty. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, so we actually had some fire at Craig, I'm not gonna lie. So apparently they <clears> hired <throat> um it was like a culinary school. Oh dude. To work in the in My the- my high school's cat like cafeteria, I mean I was in private school. They had, like, an organic, like, catering company that, like, she- they is so fire. Way better than Chico State's. My uh, high school was way better than Chico State's. Uh, no, I mean, that was, that, that, honestly, my high school, we had one one lunch lady that, that killed it. She killed it in the game. Really? Miss Leslie, bro. Fucking killed it. I shout out to her till the day I die, bro. She kept me fed. <laughs> she kept me fed for my, damn near my whole life. Was it free? No. Okay, neither was ours, yeah. No, we had like... Remember back in the day, did you have hot lunch? Oh, yeah. Hot lunch was like an elite indicator. Elite (laughs) status indicator. Bro, right before lunch, the teacher would call out the the, the kids who got hot lunch. You get a meal ticket, bro, and you got to go... Fridays was pizza day every fucking week. Dude, there was was hot lunch. Uh, Sometimes they'd have the fucking... These French toast sticks... The, yeah. And they were fire, and then they'd have. Sometimes they'd straight up just put Taco Bell in there, uh-huh. and uh, <clears throat> and other times oh, I'm trying to think back. There's obviously pizza, um, the Taco Bell, the French toast sticks, or what I remember. I wish I could remember more because there were so many good ones. But it's just like I would get hot it's lunch, fire corn dogs. You know, hot lunch would be like very inconsistent for me because some weeks I'd need it more, some yeah, weeks I'd need here. it less, depending same on what here. my parents were doing. Uh-huh. And then there were those parents that just didn't give a fuck, <laughs> and they just—it was like it was crazy as a kid because you'd like, say, oh, what are my parents? Because my mom would genuine, you know, as a kid, you don't really appreciate this as much, but my mom would make an effort to make healthy stuff uh-huh, and like have me eating right. And as a kid, <laughs> yeah. you're kind of like, yeah. But yeah. like, it was a good—it was a good, good thing she did run. that. Yeah. But like, 
there were those absolute psychopaths that had hot lunch every day and it was just like you're a madman and you just like you you envied those people those those kids were the kids that would like half the time just not even want the fucking food yeah oh my god (laughs) they were just like it was like they were levitating above you yeah you just they start bartering with other people like no it would literally be kids begging to trade with them for their hot lunch and then just for like that fire ass cookie that oh my god the there's supply, always a fire the cookie. supply we were learning supply yeah. and demand far before <laughs> any econ class with hot lunch oh it's so funny how like just like from from elementary school you know it was like hot lunch was a big thing then to like middle school was like the first time where we could purchase what we wanted you know like there was mm. a there was a running menu and then a specials of the day and you can. What do like, you mean? Wait, like, explain. Okay, so we had a we had a window <clears throat> into the yeah. kitchen. Okay. That served. Where all was the your food. window? Like, cause it, for me, my like kindergarten and first grade. No, just kindergarten. We had like a small kitchen attached to this little gym, but then we had this big ass gym called the. I don't know. I shouldn't say so, the name, but yeah, well, then we got a big ass one, and it was really nice. So my. My elementary school and my high school were like, they were the same because I went to private school as well. There was like the same uh, school, mm-hmm. essentially just different sides of like the lot. Mm-hmm. So they all ran off the same big kitchen, mm-hmm. and like the elementary school, they would just she would just bring hot lunch over, and you know, so it was a really small school. Didn't really have to serve that many people. But like I said, when we got to middle school, that's when the first time we got to like. Like pay months, pay money for like what we wanted. It wasn't just like here's your hot lunch. So they she would whip up like breakfast burritos and you know she had really good chili, which was weird. It's usually usually chili is ass if it's served at like a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how just it, it evolved to that where I was like I was all hyped to like you know pay money for food, and then high school was like the same thing except we got more options. My school like they just kind of like gave you a little bit more thank you shout out Mr. Train headed to Reading I believe <laughs> no is he unless he's Which heading south he from, from Reading from, is it cloudy he's heading to Pasquini's <laughs> well it got cloudy anyway well, he's going to Reading he's just to just Redding. got done with Pasquini's yes yes yeah. just got done wow farewell but then uh, after high school, you know, you, you still kind of had like a cafeteria, but then it was just... <laughs> after remember, high school? I'm talking about going into a dining hall. It was oh, like okay, essentially okay. a cafeteria. But it went from just like, I mean, I remember back in <laughs> the dining hall, we it was almost like a competition every time of like how high you could possibly get before getting inside the dining hall <laughs> to eat. <laughs> it was like between me and my friends, like we would just try, we would go in... Just completely fucking, like, floating. Just floating through. I thought they would have, like, I mean, they didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. the workers, they were all just culinary students. But I thought they wasn't going like, to let me in because I was so high. You're high. Yeah, I Get mean, out. <laughs> I mean, they knew, obviously. I came in every single, I mean, like, all the time like that. But uh, soon, you know, we, we became friends with some of the some of the uh, people serving us. And then they start, like, you know, kicking us extra yeah. stuff my, shout out to my guy Todd if he's ever for some reason listening to this Todd was a real one man it's like so I'd say he was probably a 50 year old dude who uh he would always go <laughs> he would always go smoke like like black and milds over by the uh out by the smoking area and then me and all my room, roommate not roommates then but roommates now 
would go. We'd have like a like a Swisher rolled up, and we'd let him hit it, and then he'd give us extra eggs. It, that's <laughs> it was it was awesome, man. I loved uh, I loved the dining hall. I miss it. We had good food, man. When I think I've they would ta- even nail like Chinese food. Have I talked about? Like, it was crazy. See, Chico State has that, just not in the dining hall. Like, in the marketplace, they've got shit like that. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know if I've talked about this back when I was in elementary, middle school, like, in the mornings. Because you'd have break and then lunch. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, and during break, you'd get something smaller. And, like, the main choice everyone would have would either be a cookie bar uh-huh. or a top ramen. Like, have I talked about this before? No. Okay, good. Um, You're and just so, boring me. I'm just um, <laughs> And basically, so anyways, you'd have break and everyone knew like the two choices. There were more, but like just, you know, it just became like either you're getting a cookie bar or you're getting top ramen and they were both a dollar. I imagine with inflation nowadays, they're probably three. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> but likely. It was like a dollar. So I come with my dollar and it was like the ultimate test like the the litmus test of like long term and impulsive thinking because <laughs> because you'd go up and if you knew like you'd be like oh fuck it I'm gonna it's, it'd be like it'd be like the equivalent of like smoking meth or like making a long term investment <laughs> yeah. in your health it's literally like the cookie bar was the meth because you'd be like you knew what you were doing you knew you were doing a bad thing you'd yeah. be like. Like, I'm going to throw my life. We get the cookie bar. And you'd have the cookie bar, and, like, the first three bites would be, like, heaven. Like, the best thing you've ever had. Just this warm cookie bar, chocolate chip cookie. And then, like, the rest of it, you'd be cursing yourself because you – now it's too Why? it's too rich Why? and you don't want any more and, and you wish you got the top ramen. Yeah. And if you got the top ramen, it wasn't going to be as – That's not exactly investing in your health either. <laughs> the no, top ramen is fucking But as a kid, bro. I know. But, You're clogging your arteries at no, a, no, an No, no. I'm just equivalent. Age. Like in the, not actually investment in your health I but know, the equivalent. I know. I, I, I know. But <laughs> like you weren't going to get that, that serotonin rush. That, that primal just sugar. Yeah, that serotonin rush so to the gross. cookie bar. You'd have a long-term, steady influx of yeah. serotonin, not a this roller drip. coaster. A slow drip. Exactly, like an IV drip <laughs> of serotonin. But you were gonna be satisfied by the end of it and feel good about yourself. Oh man! And then you, if you got the cookie, you'd like get three bites in and be like, "Fuck this!" Like now I'm gonna have to wait till lunch to actually get a satisfying Dude, meal. That's story of my life. Literally, that's story of my life. That was story of my last week at home. My parents hosted Thanksgiving, so we yeah. got all the leftovers. Yeah. And I, including all of the pie. Mm-hmm. And my, for some reason, my family's fucking weird. They didn't, they don't like Dutch apple pie. Mm-hmm. Dutch apple crumb, you know, like mm-hmm. the like crummy yeah. top. Oh, with vanilla one of, ice one of cream my, on oh top. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorite things ever. So like, I had a whole pie to myself. Dude, I'm so hungry now. And it's just like, I'd have one piece and I'd be like, that was fucking delicious. I was delicious. I, I like, I, you know, you almost get erect. Yeah. It's that good. And then you do like, okay, I'll go for a second one. And then you get that second one. You're like, oh, it's Fuck. too, way too much. <laughs> you want to have last night. I li- <laughs> I'm making dinner, bro. And my roommate Mason, I'm open. I open the oven is on. Okay. I, they, no one has said anything to me. They're, they're all in the living room, and, and I'm just making dinner. Nothing. I've been informed of nothing in the oven. There's been no PA announcement. 
Okay. That is there usually something? There's usually something like I'm making this. Like if you want some, you can have some. Uh-huh. Okay, so the oven's on as I'm turning the stove on. I'm like, why is the oven on? It's like because I can feel the heat coming off. And I open it and I just see the most primo looking brownies oh, I've ever seen man. in my life. And I close it. I'm like, who made brownies? And it was kind of like the tossing back and forth of Ben and Mason. Mason's like, it was Ben's idea, but Mason was cooking them. I don't know the logistics of it, but the point was there was brownies. So I finished my dinner, and then, like, like the devil on the shoulder thing. <laughs> I swear to God, I, like, it was like... It was like looking over, like I I finished washing my dishes and I put it all away and I turn around to like go to the living room, but first I see the brownies and for like a good 10 seconds I stared at them and I just walked in and I was like, I I think I said, it was a bad idea to make these brownies (laughs) and then I said, but can I have one? He's like, absolutely. So I like got like... This is the dumbest thing. I should have just taken a full-ass brownie and been done with it and, like, take the shot to the head. But instead, I, like, cut a little slice of it, and it was just like... You tried to slow drip, but too fast. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) I was like, I'll just have a little sliver. But I should have just taken a full brownie because I, like, took, like, seven little slithers. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, fuck, bro. I hate myself. Pretty soon you had, like, four. Oh, my God, bro. It was so good. No, okay, do you remember, like, that Drake and Josh episode where Drake takes the brownies out too early and it's, like, brownie soup kind yeah. of? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh my. That's so just a, I tried dude, that once. You said that, and it was, like, unlock, <laughs> unlock. Like Pandora's box. By the box. way, Drake Bell indicted on, like, <laughs> child <laughs> charges. Child charges. What the fuck happened with him? Uh, <laughs> but, dude, back in the day, that brownie soup looked like it was fucking hitting dude i tried it out i made like brownie soup it got so sick really? if it wasn't salmonella it was just yeah. too too much <laughs> you mentioning drake bell did you see that clip on instagram i don't know if i sent it to you it was like it, so remember back in the day this is an old one too uh-huh. there was like a live action fairly odd parents they made with yes, drake bell as I timmy do. turner I do. well they had some promos of that of like cartoon form Timmy Turner going, I wish I were Drake Bell. And, and then they, <laughs> he turns into Drake Bell, but somebody edited it. And it was like, I wish I were Drake Bell. And it cuts to the episode where Timmy wishes to be an adult and gets thrown in jail. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. That's actually really funny. Yeah, he, flew the, he fled to like Mexico. Mexico. Oh my god! He changed dude. his name. Really? Yeah. How do you... You can't really... Like, people are going to know you're Drake Bell. Maybe not Mexico. Yeah, well, Mexico. I don't know. I just, <laughs> They're just getting Drake and Josh over there, bro. <laughs> Drake. You're a lot Drake. older. This dude is so... Drake. <laughs> Senor Bell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't... Like, I don't know. Josh is doing great. He's still... Yeah, he's, he's still in movies. Like, yeah. He was on Vine for a minute there. Yeah, that was, was really weird. He was. Oh, man. Then you bring back Vine. Fuck TikTok. Vine was good, and then it wasn't. Yeah. It was good because we were 13 when it was the thing, yeah. and that thing was funny. Like, yeah. I look back, and I'm just like, 
the comedy in this is horrible. Dude. Like, these people were not making... Like, I thought these people were, like, comedic geniuses. And Dude, it's not. It's like today's, comically like... Comically Big Spoon it's, was amazing. It's... <laughs> that, that, that was... <laughs> But it's, it's but all those things are an ironic type of funny yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they were that so King, bad. King, King Batch yeah, King, King Bach. Bach. He was in uh, the he was in a Drake music video or yeah, something. Yeah. Um the he's one like, he's like doing yeah. like doing shit. Now. <laughs> but it's like ironically <clears throat> funny at how bad it was because like YouTube kids today like, which is just so horribly made. But I imagine if you're a kid, it's like just manipulates your serotonin receptors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Back then, it was like funny. And I look back now, and I'm like, this shit sucked. Like, this is not funny oh, at all. Gosh. It's only funny because it's ironic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <The> big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just a scoop. <laughs> Holds it up with that look on his Bro. face. Uh, it couldn't get any better than that. It couldn't get any better than that. Look at all those Dude, okay, chickens. but then, then, it, then I look at, like, like I mean, uh, granted, there are some really funny, like, shit I see no, on TikTok. Oh, no, okay. I'm not saying on TikTok. TikTok, yeah. But, well, dude, I don't no, have no. TikTok because I'm not the a Chi-Com. I'm not a Chi-Com <laughs> asset, but whatever. Honestly, I'm, a sh- I'm just a shill. <laughs> you're, a, you're a Chi-Com data asset. <laughs> I'm just a number. You're an just advertising recipient. Dude, oh my gosh. I got my I just got bank frauded two times in a fucking week. Jeez. Last week. How the hell does that even happen? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Can I see your card? <laughs> yeah, my, my, my new card that I didn't even get and it was already frauded. Jesus. Yeah, it was maybe They rated the mailbox. It was being mailed to me. It was still in the envelope. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, like I was saying though. The TikTok, like, I see some really funny <clears throat> shit on TikTok, but then I look in the comments, dude, and there is no more d- depraved <laughs> and fucking just... Give me like, an example. Like, there is no, no, just the... People are are so horrible in these fucking comments. What do you mean? It just, like, people... I don't know if it's just bots that are just, like, just learning to insult or something, but just, like, every single video you find... Every single fucking one, no matter what the content is, there is going to be a good section of the comments bitching about something in the video. Doesn't matter what it is. Everybody just loves to bitch on TikTok. Dude, comment sections can I be like... I fucking... I cannot take They it. can be one of the funniest places like to find funny content is the comment section, but they're also just like the last equivalent... Of a wild, like, wasteland. It's a fucking wasteland. Like, you'll have posts from, like, ESPN or, or CNN or any big news thing of, like, somebody dying. And immediately, oh there will just be sex bots. I'm 18 <laughs> oh, and yeah. horny. Come fuck me. Uh. Like... What, what? I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say that there's there's always like the you know the few assholes that are good that fuck. Is oh good. yeah, there's always oh, gonna be those you know, guys the, though. It's just like no matter who died, yeah. unless it's like unless it's like when we when we killed Osama, when we that, killed that, that was, Iran guy. <laughs> I don't even remember that. And Trump threw up the uh, set. <laughs> threw up the set. <laughs> like it was just God emblem. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. One of my, one favorite, of my favorite memes of all time is. Remember I, when we murked a guy and Donald <laughs> threw up the set like it was just cod emblem? <laughs> oh man! But yeah, dude, like that's just something I've been noticing. It's just like I it it, it makes me like I I got to a point where social media just in all forms, even on Instagram, just started making me so angry that I just like I'm, I'm done. With take it. a break. I need to take it. No, the thing is, the thing that sucks is that like the stuff I want to do, 
like I like music. I like this podcast. It requires social media to like promote. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck using it in some regard, but I just gotta find a balance. Yeah, I make a lot of jokes about like just the stuff like promoted on like given to your vices. Oh, dude, yeah. But... Like it's become <laughs> yeah. But... It's weird because <clears throat> it's become a theme. It's totally. weird. Think about like I thought about this the other day. Like, when my parents were growing up, like, the authority was kind of like an overarching, I don't know, Catholic Christian theme that was trying to keep you in check from doing certain Uh things. And so there was this natural, I think almost human, not even like rebellious, but like, it's kind of like man's desire to like be free and do what they want. Not necessarily want to like rebel, but like you're keeping them from doing something. So naturally they kind of go towards it. Uh But now it's almost like I've seen a reversal. Like there's been like, there's no like limit to like how like much you can give in to pleasure and like vices. Like think about it. Like sex is more open now than it's ever been. Drugs like are legalized. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all, well, yeah, but it, I'm just stating the facts like, here. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Like pornography, like you could, you could <clears throat> technically like in, trick your mind at least into like you're fucking somebody else well, every night. Like th- that's much. how your mind. It's sees never it, at been least. to the point where like you can so easy. I mean, we've never grown. <clears throat> excuse me, we've never grown up in a time where like you had to like. If you wanted to, like, find pornography, you had to get, like, a physical CD magazine. or something? Like, it's I mean, a, like, so available. Like, yeah, I mean, by the, ti- by the time, like, we were old enough to jerk off, like, the, the internet was a thing. Yeah, you, you know? could find it, no problem. Uh, yeah. But Imagine a world. Man. And, like, not just <laughs> pornography, but, like, just people in general are obviously a lot more open about it nowadays. But there's, like, this weird thing that I've been noticing. Because back then, it was like you were, you had this rule set. And you were stopped from doing stuff by as a cult culturally, like until you hit college and then you would lash out still the same. Like people still go all out in college, but there's almost like a push to bring back some sort of like structure. Like I at least see that. And like these motivational pages mm-hmm. that are like spreading, like we've both seen them. They're horrible. Well, because so, they, no, like, some of, yeah, some of them are like, borderline okay but some of them are so like but it's 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 just weird because think about like the older (laughs) generation back then was like oh like rules like prevention like don't give into your vices and now the older generation was like the ones who like kind of like lashed out against that and now the counterculture is bringing back decency like that's like that would because the prevailing culture is mm-hmm. openness about everything, nothing like given, you know, sex, drugs, whatever you want to do, do it. Um, and the counterculture would be what the prevailing culture. It almost seems like a cycle. I think Joe Rogan posted about it. Uh, yeah, and he got so much shit for that. <laughs> Did you see like oh all the comments? Oh, my were just God. Fun. That's one of the things I was talking it's about. It's true, just, though. Like, I mean, like, I, I, yeah. Now, do, I don't true. necessarily believe, like, it's, now, a, it's not like a, it's not like a, a 100% yeah. guide, but it's like the idea is true in my, in yeah. my eyes. I mean, like, you, you know, the whole, if, if things are so good, you're gonna you're gonna grow if things are easy 
and and you know we we live very easy lives you do grow accustomed to that easiness and you do forget about the hardships it takes oh. to create that easiness and 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 like i think the best cuz i have no i don't like getting political on this podcast but i have no problem talking about my support for free speech obviously yeah. uh, like i think that comes from growing up like growing up i always was like <laughs> I don't know, obsessed with like stand-up comedy and uh-huh. comedians, like yes. ups- yeah. like listen listening to it hours on end after school uh-huh. every day, and like it was hilarious. I got some of the best like laughs ever, and it like formed a lot of like who I am as a person Absolutely. almost. And I think like just like it's it's weird that we you know you think about history, it's like every other nation of history like was ruled by, like, a ruling class or a single person. Like, mm-hmm. dictator, authoritarian, oligarchy, whatever you want to call it. And so much shit had to go through to get, like, freedom here. And now we just think it's cool to just stop that. Because we... Think about it. They like These are people that grew up with free speech and have capitalized on it. That are now using it to shut other people mm-hmm. down. Like, they just forgot about before them. Like, it's, if, if, if it didn't happen while I was alive, then it I shouldn't matter, almost. It, yes. For me, the problem lies with, like, well, do they think we're just stupid? Like, do they, they think, do. Do they think that we can't decipher what... Like, I'm all for, like, mm. yeah. Like, if you, if you <clears throat> know something is wrong, you shouldn't say that it's right that's lying yeah but if you're misinformed and you put something on the internet then you're you're, you're actually like misinformed that is but there are people but, nowadays bro but, that but, are but, completely but, fine they think it's they think it's morally right to lie to you because the people across the aisle are evil and their ways are evil it's the, po- the so it's better to just cheat and lie yeah. than to actually tell the truth and like argue your point because the other side is that far gone from from exactly from right yeah. and, and, and it's just like there's there's just no consideration and I think that's what all our enemies want is us divided and and there's I want to make it very clear I'm not I, I'm not a subscriber of this belief that there's just been this secret sh- like Illuminati or like yeah. these secret groups that for decades have been planning the downfall or like centuries the downfall of free speech in America and controlling the people I think it's a natural human cycle I think it's natural for humans to like get power and go a little crazy with it and want more and more control and they dilute themselves and delude themselves into thinking that their way is the only way and so they have to you know, start shut, get, taking away freedoms and putting down the other side so they get their way. Mm-hmm. And then soon enough you realize, oh, we just undid all the work and we're right back in an authoritarian mm-hmm. and we have to struggle again for freedom. Too much control <coughs> under any any type of leadership yeah. is is shaky. Exactly. Too much control leads to – and yeah, you, like you said, you see it through history with a lot of, a lot of other – other societies that have, that have you know suffered because of too much control yeah. people just get i don't know people don't like people are there are people that genuinely think like they're like sure there are crazies on each side like there are liberals who 
are genuinely horrible people and promote what they promote in order to be horrible. And there's right-wingers that promote what they promote to be racist and stuff. But they, like, the other, like, if you're a liberal looking at the right or a conservative looking at the left, you genuinely, genuinely believe that most of the people on the other side are like, yes, I want to be racist. Put down minorities or, you know, the other way around. I know what you mean. I, I don't think that – I would like to think, I'll, I'll say, that the majority of people on both sides actually Are think mis- that. Oh, actually think that about the other side. I just think it's – I would like to think that it's the small – it is the the small minority on both sides that are so outspoken exactly that that it seems like exactly. like like we were, we, wheel were, gets we were discussing we were discussing before uh d- before the podcast of like yeah and this this whole it's kind of funny this whole podcast went this way like you know we're talking about how social media is just like a wasteland a lot of the yeah. time and I was I heard the statistic I don't know how, I don't know if this is hundred percent true or not but I think it's nine percent of the United States is on Twitter. Yeah. But you see all of like every inflammatory remark you always see on, is on Twitter. Yeah, and it gets all this publicity. And it gets all this publicity, and, and it's the downfall of yeah. so many people. Which some people, the shit they say on Twitter, they deserve some repercussion. Not everybody, but what I'm saying is, like that kind of I think goes with my point of like the most outspoken people on both sides are going to be the ones that are heard. Yeah, squeaky you know? wheel gets and, the oil, yeah. and and the more I see it. The more I blame, like like, mainstream media, and I think yes. that's I think that's one very rare mutual thing on both sides because I see, I see left wingers and I see right wingers shitting on the media, a lot like a lot, okay, <clears throat> like I I really do see you know I think I think it's become kind of stereotypical that, the mainstream media is associated with the left mm-hmm. and certainly they do push you can't deny they they do push a leftist agenda um a lot of a lot a, a lot of a them lot of and then, but then outlets. also there's fox news who definitely yes. has a conservative you know lean to it but um, like the, yeah the, I'd but, say the majority the majority of major media outlets and i have no you know i i don't care left or right but the problem i do have is these fucking mainstream media corporations playing on the divide and using those like small minority of people who genuinely hate the other side and just amplifying them as to make it look like that's the whole base of the party of either party and just like pushing that the other side is just these crazy people mm-hmm. when it's really just a small percentage and just further dividing because it's very profitable. We've seen say, that. It's very people, profitable. People have to remember that media news media outlets are, com- are profit-driven companies. And it's like, a, you know, people, like, if they think about it, they, they realize that. But, I mean, if you really think about it, like, they have to make money. They have to mm-hmm. break news. They have to get viewers in, and it's like you know, it's only smart of them to try to find the most, or try to, to try to find something and blow it up, yeah. so that you yeah. you 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 are glued to your yeah. TV. And, and it's you like, know what? You know, I can't blame them for it because I, it makes them money, but it's not. Healthy I disagree. I think they lie a lot, which is first of all not uh, a role of the media. If because well, you can say, oh, it's like. It's capitalism. Like they, no, like I genuinely do believe that lying and all that stuff 
if you're lying to the masses, you are doing a disservice, doing, and you yeah. should not. Well, if you're if you're if you're like <clears throat> willfully lying, manipulating the yeah. masses like that, and they amplify it and keep dividing because ang like besides sex cells, sex cells, anger. You get people angry, and you get them to watch more of your stuff, and just kind of like assure this rhetoric they have in their mind now this narrative of the other side they if they get that reassurance and reassurance they're going to keep coming back and just like getting angrier and angrier you keep they keep making money and everybody hates each other which is what all of our enemies want for sure exactly it's all it's i mean it's the easiest way to to you know the, the easiest way to have a downfall of a country is to divide it from the inside and one thing that's that's kind of eliminated in a lot of like by some people is and this is on both sides like like this whole conversation it goes both it goes with both sides but some people are just not are simply not willing to have a conversation about no. some of this stuff and and some people you know that that's about any you know whether it be politics whether it be you know anything that's a not that's an unhealthy thing if you have stuff that you just will not have a conversation about maybe it's you know, sometimes some things are best not to bring up because of, you know some differences. But if you simply will not have a conversation, you'll never, you'll never, oh, you'll never hear the other side, and you'll horrible. never be able to make because a, a, an assessment. All these you know? people, they all listen to like respond. You said, I mean, it, gets in a, it gets in an echo chamber. You yeah. gotta have that other other yeah. opinion. And even when they do hear the other side, it's always they don't listen to actually listen. They listen to respond before you. You could say whatever you want to somebody from the other side sometimes, and. They already have the response in their head. They're not even listening to what you're saying because they just start thinking about how are they gonna, how are they gonna own you, how are they gonna, how are they gonna beat you in this and push their point. Like, I, I watch, uh, I've I've seen clips from Bill Maher, even in presidential debates, and this is what annoys the fuck out of me sometimes. If you watch the debates, is I don't know when this started. I don't know if it was early 2000s or McCain Obama I don't know what when it started or how but if you watch the debates while the other person is talking the other guy is just trying to laugh like (laughs) idiot (laughs) it's like 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 laughing at their points and stuff and it's like okay if it was really a stupid statement then you could laugh i guess or kind of just try and make them look stupid but they do it after every point they make and it's it's such a show like how clear can you make it this is so showy and like just a population contest or popularity contest and it just shows me like you're not actually debating. You guys are just laughing at each other and and pushing whatever's on the note card. Yeah. As as abysmal as all of this seems, it's I I I positively have seen I'd say like an uptick in like rationality of of you know most people I like, come across yeah, like, I, in, I person, have, in person in yeah, person because yeah. fuck the internet fuck all that shit you see on the internet it's fake I, I I'm yeah. convinced to just like in, human interaction on the internet that I see is I completely think, fake I just want I just want yeah. to think of it that way just exactly. for my own mental health mm-hmm. because I rely on my personal interactions with people yeah and uh, you know really yeah I've never had yeah. too unpleasant of a of an interaction with people because yeah. I'm not a I'm trying to not be a fucking asshole. 
Yeah, and that, you know, and, I think and, that, and if you are an asshole, I'm just not gonna not gonna associate with you. I think you made I'm a good point. I'm just not gonna talk with you. I think you made a good point in the individual aspect of it because it's such an effort to group everybody. You're either white, you're black, you're this, you're you're male, yeah. you're female, and all these all these automatic judgments are made about you if you're part of this group. Um, like here's a good one, and I heard it on I don't remember where I heard it, but yeah. like you have a lot of people. Let's say you have like an 80-year-old white lady walking down the street at you on the sidewalk. You're more likely to cross the street if instead of that 80-year-old white woman, it's nighttime and there's like a 19-year-old black kid. Right? Hmm? They did a... Like, oh, yeah. Like that would be that the would... prevailing thought. Okay. Is that a lot of people would cross the street if there's a black kid coming at you as opposed to a 80-year-old white woman. Okay. Now, the problem is... You know, you're using a lot of group data in that decision, but a lot of the time, group data is notoriously in like not true. Mm-hmm. Like of most people of that group, like if, and here's the difference: what if you knew that black kid personally and you knew he was a great kid? Yeah, you wouldn't cross the street. So when you apply this group standard to everybody, it's actually like the most racist thing you can do. And it seems to be like this push to be anti-racist is to like assume everybody is part of this group when that seems like the most racist thing. Like, because that guy's black, he must be, you know, he must be suffering in school. Like we have to change tests for him because he's too stupid and, and the system's rigged against him. He can't make it anywhere. He's going to be put down. You make a great point of like, well, grouping in any regard can, I mean, it's a slippery slope. That's a really slippery slope. Like it seems so like counterproductive to like sit a minority kid down and say, you're not going to make it because of, a shadowy, nameless, faceless figure that's just, like, gonna put you down. It's like, think about what that does to a kid's, like, motivation and, like, mm. dr- like drive. From an early age, you tell them this, like, it, it, it implants this horrible message in their head. I'm not saying everything's perfect, because there's probably a lot of I mean, problems with the system. I mean, there's a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like, bad shit that's gone down. And, I just, and I feel past, like, but... I do feel, have felt hopeful lately, because I think there is a somewhat return like push back for normalcy mm-hmm. um and I, i've noticed it not just like in person with people but like in social media even like <laughs> people seem to be done with yes. these with with the bullshit the, media yes. that just tries to separate us into race and, and gender I, fucking, I applaud and, that dude I, yeah. I i just like i i think people are done because yeah. I'm fucking done. Yeah. I'm so done. And it's like I said, it's gotten to the point where I'm just ready to like just hop off of social media as a whole. Because my interact, my my personal interactions with people, I cannot complain about. I have a, I have great interactions oh with gosh. everybody, almost everybody that I meet. Because and me then, and you, and me and you are good. I can say this. I I can j- confidently say that me and you are good people who res- show who are very respectful to everybody we meet. Do do not try to pass judgment. You know we judge a person on their character. On social media, that means nothing. They see our if they yeah. were to see our profile pic as straight white men, we <laughs> automatically are racist. Probably we probably are racist. We're probably Republican. We probably we 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 want. A system in place that will put down minorities so we can get personal gain. It's like that's the least true thing about me. You have not that you are 
you you could not be more wrong yeah, about me, yeah, yeah. but that's automatically what I'm assumed to be. Mm-hmm. Just true. walking around on a college campus, I'm assumed to be that probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, I un- I understand that. It's like, if there's if you hear that label, or not label, but like if you hear that that notion that, you know, that that so much, it's gonna have an impact on how you actually gonna feel. I I don't mean I did not mean. To make this a political podcast, but you can only hold it in for like I have to like get it out sometimes, and this is my cre- creative outlet, and sometimes it just comes out. No, so don't I... expect this every podcast, but sometimes it just what the world we're living in gets to me. No, dude, it gets to me too, and that was that's, I have the same. I, was, this is my outlet as well, and it was it was it was nice to uh, actually get it get, get to it talk out about it a little bit, yeah, because you know I. I'm a, I'm a big believer that, like, most people want harmony. And most people want the bullshit to come to an end. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I hope. I hope. I hope, I hope honestly, you come home. Honestly, bro, I got to get the fuck out of Woodland. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I got to come on the Orange House podcast. Oh, man. I really want. I really want to get him on the. We're gonna have ass. an episode of where we bring Herman and we're gonna all have egg omelets and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Some some chicken breast. Egg omelets some, and soylent. Soylent. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like that? Yeah. No. That's, anyway. That's another a topic yeah. for another time. It's about getting to that time. <laughs> oh man. It's about getting An to hour kind of flew by. That was crazy. <laughs> I'm just done. <laughs> I'm just I'm just done with this podcast. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the podcast. We might have to worry if we have him on just any point. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm <laughs> Fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> just All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we uh, we hope you enjoyed. If you did, let us know. Email us at orangehousepodcast@gmail.com <clears throat> or Follow us on our Instagram at Orange House Pod. We, uh, we really appreciate you guys. We look forward to next time. And yeah, anything else, Tom? Nothing else. Nothing. Okay. All right. Stay. Stay. Stay something. I don't know. Have fun, guys. Thank you.